and welcome to a little bit of an impromptu Royals Rundown podcast. I am Jake Milham, and joining me tonight is Kevin O'Brien, the Royals reporter. Kevin, how are you doing today? I'm doing okay. I mean, I know it's uh, it's May, so as somebody who's in education, May is always nice because that means summer is on the horizon. Um, <laughs> means we're a month into baseball. Hasn't been a great month for the Royals, but we have baseball and. Two months ago, we weren't sure we we're going to have that. So I'm definitely at least happy we got baseball, even if it's not the best right now. <laughs> that is true. Something is better than nothing, right? Yep, exactly. That's how I view it. But I know some people on Twitter and social media might feel differently. So, Well, and that's and that's kind of why we're sitting here tonight. Um, you know, the the Royals are are in the midst of a, another skid right now. Um, things Things ain't looking too good out there on the diamond. Um, it was, I mean, Zach Granke pitched a brilliant game today and it was just a great defensive game overall against the Cardinals today, but they still lost one zero this afternoon. Um, and that has got to be frustrating. And I know the, like the final image of Hunter Dozier check swinging, a a pitch in the dirt, uh, doesn't, doesn't help the optics at all right now. So my question for you, Kevin, is you, uh, you and a few other people out there in the Royals social media sphere, um, are continuing to try and I don't want to say preach, but uh, remind people of some of the positives of this team. And I just want to ask, why, why do you keep that positive mindset about this team? Well, I think it's two reasons. One, we're a month into the season. It's a 162 game season. It's not an 81 game season or a 16 game season. You know, I think some people are still in Chiefs fan mode or Kansas Jayhawks fan mode. And it's like, you can't judge a season fully by 20 games. I mean, just look at last year where the Royals were in first place in the central at the end of April. And, you know, then it was a different story come June and July. So, you know, is that, do we wish this team had a hot start? Of course, but they didn't. And, you know, at, at the end of the day, it's like, there's still five more months of play left. And I think also the big thing too, is like what we're seeing for the Royals now roster wise, this isn't going to be the final team come September this is probably not going to be the final team come July. And I know it's sometimes we're frustrated. We want to see maybe certain Royals hitters or pitchers out of there sooner than later. But the fact of the matter is, is we're going to see some reinforcements reinforcements come. We're going to see some of the younger guys come in. And then I think that's what we should be really looking forward to. Like where would I mean right now, this isn't the current Royals team that we're going to see. And I think we also got to keep that perspective that this year was about the young guys and the young guys are going to come. Um, they're not going to come right, right away, but I think we should just keep paying attention to them, especially hoping that they develop in Omaha because we want them to be ready and to go. Cause you know, they're going to go through their struggles, but mm-hmm. um, I, that's how I view it too. I just don't think like this Royals team is not going to be built around Carlos Santana and <laughs> And uh, Zach Greinke in the long term, it's not, but it's, but I think there's some, but I think, um, you know, once we, in a couple months, it, we'll start to see the, what the real Royals will look like in the future. Yeah. And that's a, and that's a great point. And speaking of the future, uh, a positive that's really been lost in the shuffle is the fact that Bobby Wood Jr. Extended his hitting streak to 10 games today. And there's only, there's only two of the Royals who've ever done that uh, before their 22nd birthday. That'd be Eric Hosmer and Billy Butler. Um, now, you know, I'm, I'm not saying like that, that's the bar that we want, uh, Bobby Wood Jr. to settle at as Billy Butler, but you know, it, I think it's, I think it's a great benchmark and I think people should be a little bit more, uh, 
celebrating that, you know, especially after his rough start. He had a pretty rough start to the season, but he's really turned it around, man. What do you think? You know, I kind of saw this coming just because Bobby Witt's hitting approach is very free swinging. I think whenever you have a free swinging guy like that, you know, there's going to be an adjustment period where they're going to look really bad. And, and we saw that at points, but he's, he's made a lot of adjustments. I think he's focusing on hitting for contact now more than hitting for power. And I think that now that he's gotten comfortable hitting for contact, I think in the next few weeks, we're going to see him really groove into his power. I really see him like going on a super run kind of similar to what like Salvi did when he got like his huge power run. And we're just going to see like a lot of bombs, a lot of doubles, triples, um, because I think right now he's just like, I'm just trying to time guys. I'm just trying to make contact and it's paying off for him. Um, but, you know, but, you know, Witt's defense has been superb. I really like I really do believe he's gold glove caliber at the hot corner. And we also got to remember that Bobby Wood Jr. only has one full minor league season under his belt. So there was going to be a learning curve at that time. So the fact that he's still up there, the fact that the Royals are still giving him at bats and not yo-yoing him from AAA to, uh, to the majors, I think has been a real positive sign. And the fact that he's going through this hit streak is, has been another positive sign too. And you're right. I think it's getting lost. Um, who cares if Carlos Santana is doing poorly? Like who cares if, uh, you know, Edward Oliveris is not getting all the playing time. I'm not saying that those aren't things aren't important, but we really got to say, what's the future here? Bobby Wood Jr. is the future. He's doing better. That's to me is a, a silver lining that we're not focusing on enough. Yeah, that is a great point. And another silver lining um, of the, you know, I'm not celebrating Cam Gallagher's injury at all. You know, I really hope that it's nothing too serious and that he does recover from it um, in a timely manner. Um, but on the flip side of said injury, um, MJ Melendez got called up. He finally got his call to the show. Um, and I personally, I think there's a good chance that we that we see him, you know, at least debut in this little in this little 10 day stint. Um, I mean, we have two more games against the Cardinals this week, and then we go into two back to back series of pretty weak opponents, uh, the Baltimore Orioles and the Texas Rangers. Uh, so I think that'll be a, a great road trip to debut MJ Melendez on. Um, are you like, are you seeing that or do you think he's just going to ride the bench for his time here? I think there's concerns with Salvi behind the plate. I really do. And I, and I, and you've kind of seen what the games that Salvi has done the best at the plate, like offensively has been a DH yeah. and it's, and, and I, you know, I love Salvi, but I feel like the last couple of years, he's no longer the gold glove guy that he is. He just, he just moves slower. He's got, he's packed so much weight. Um, he doesn't really do well in the modern framing game. Um, and, you know, and I just think like the more days off for him, the better that's going to help. And, and I think right now they, that's why they brought up Melendez. Cause they said, Hey, we like Sebastian Rivero, but Sebastian Rivero is going to have a hard time hitting enough to be a major league player. I, I mean, I love Rivero. He's, but that's, that's the bottom line. Um, and I think, you know, giving Melendez a shot to see what he's got um, to kind of give some Royals fans, like, this is the future. Is he going to be there beyond his 10 game stint? I, I don't know, but I, I think they're going to give him a few opportunities because I think there's some serious concerns with Salvi. Um, and I think especially with how many games they have, they're going to need somebody that's going to like give them some good innings and not be a total liability at the plate. 
Yeah, that's a great point. And, you know, Cam Gallagher has been he's been solid to this season so far for a backup, but he is solid for a backup and he's not really factoring into the future Royals plans right now. So, you know, with, with the team sliding a little bit, I'm all for getting those young guys up right now, just seeing what they could do on a on a short time frame. Um, and hey, man, it's, you know, at the end of the day, the Royals are only two and a half games back from second place in the AL Central. Um, I mean, it is a pretty now I'm not saying the AL Central is a, a great bar. There's only one team above 500, but we're not that far behind the peers in in our division. And that's at the end of the day, that's who you face the most as a team. So I think there are some good possibilities for the Royals rebounding quickly. Now, I do want to get your uh, perspective. Let's go. So I'm going to go the next 11 games. I know that's that's actually really far out given the given the dates, but we got two against St. Louis and then three series on the road against Baltimore, Texas and Colorado. Now, do you think the Royals at least go 500 in those 11 games? I, I do. And maybe this is me just being the optimistic Royals fan who's never ending. But, you know, a lot of people play a lot of games at home. And April is cruel to hitters in April. Kauffman is a cruel stadium to play in for hitters, especially with the weather being bad, especially with the big dimensions. Now we're going to be going to Camden, which is a hitters park. We're going to be going to Coors, which we all know <laughs> is like is going to carry. Yeah. I know Globe. I know Globe Life is a little bit more of a pitchers park, but you know I, I don't like the Rangers pitching staff. And again, key point. Just because you're spending money doesn't automatically make a winner. Let's look at right. Texas, for example, spending for Seager and Simeon and John Gray and all these Royals fans saying, why didn't we get those guys? Well, they haven't done anything because they're still in last place. So obviously they exactly. didn't do much. Um, so I, you know, I think they got a chance at 500. I, Colorado's the series that I worry about because I, I just, that lineup is good. They have yeah. so many good hitters there. I think their pitch. I think I just think Colorado is one of the most underrated teams this baseball season. I know their owner got so much heat because of his role in the lockout, mm-hmm. but boy, they're like a fun team and they're really built well. Um, so that's the series I worry about the most. Um, but I but I think if they can, you know, hold water against Colorado, and, and I think you know they got two games against St. Louis. They, St. Louis has really not look that much better than the Royals in the series. Yes, they had the, they teed off on Lynch, but I thought today the Royals had their chances to, to win. And so I think they could split that. And, you know, and I think against Texas and Baltimore, they really need to take advantage. Okay. Well, I, I like to hear that. I like to hear that. And Hey, you know what? Let's bring up another positive. Zach Granke has been everything he was advertised to be and more uh, in his return to Kansas city. Um, now for, I hate to say about for older Royals fans, you know, the Royals fans who remember the first Granky stint are older now. <laughs> um, for older Royals fans, like, is this a little bit of like deja vu or is this just, okay, we'll, we'll see what happens and hope we get better. What do you think? I mean, I think that's the automatic assumption of saying, Hey, this is deja vu. This is Royals being bad and, and with Granky being good. Um, I mean, I think he's dominating in a different way. So, I mean, I don't, so I don't want to say it's totally deja vu in that sense. Um, but, you know, I, I think 
you know, I do think it's, it's, you know, the Royals have always had stretches like this where they've had good pitchers, you know, like, I mean, you could point to moments in 2013 and 2014 when Shields was dealing and the Royals weren't doing much. And, um, you know, you have guys like Gilmesh too doing well and not doing much. And so, you know, I, I mean, I think there is some of that and I think there's, you're going to have some of those like bad flashbacks. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, like you, like you said, I mean, Granky's lived up to what, he's being paid to and and, I, and and Brad Keller's been good and Daniel Lynch has been good. I mean, they've had three good starters this year. That wasn't the case last year. Like like last year in the first month, I really don't know who was really a great starter because it was, everybody was getting blown up. And so, you know, that's another positive. It's like, we're having three good starters, you know, they'll find somebody for those fourth and fifth spots, whether it's, whether Bubich turns it around, um, I'm really interested. He, he tends to be a guy whose velocity goes up as the season builds up. You know, like if you look at his fastball velocity in September last year, it was a lot different than his fastball velocity in April. And I, and, um, can a good, can this triple A stint be good for singer? Um, you know, and Hernandez, I don't know about Hernandez, but then just because he's still having those lack of case problems, but you know, John Heasley's doing well, you know, what if John Heasley can come in and give some good innings and, don't don't sleep on Ronald Bolaños too. You know yeah. he had he he's been looking good. He might he might be like an opener type, but I mean they they have some some decent arms, and so it's it's not it's not as bad as I think people are making it out to be. We we look at those ten run games like the twelve to two and the nineteen to seven. We automatically think oh this pitching sucks, but yeah you know there has been some good performances there, and I think that's something to keep in mind. I think it's going to help us, especially in this next series. Okay. Kevin, as we close it out here, um, if you had to give a one-minute pitch to some really beleaguered Royals fans out there, uh, what would you say? I would just say it's just like remember last April. Like last April, we 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 thought this was going to be a first-place team and didn't turn out that way. I think, like you said earlier, this is not a great Central Division. It's not like we're getting hurt by injuries like the other teams. It's not like we are, we, we invested a bunch of money like the other teams, like think about Detroit who spent all that money on Javier Baez and Eduardo Rodriguez and they're tied for last with us. Um, so, you know, and so I think this is a really easy division to bounce back in. It's not like we're in the NL central, like the Reds who season feels done. Yeah. Um, and, and I, like I said, I just think there's, there's more on the horizon. You know, I think there's more players on the horizon. They're going to be up soon. They won't be up in a week. They won't be up in two weeks but they'll be up before we know it. And I think once they get up, there'll be something to be really excited and rejuvenated about with this team. All right. Well, some good words of wisdom from Kevin O'Brien tonight, uh, Kevin, as we close it out, working folks. So you've been putting out some pretty good work as always over on their website, where can folks read your work at? They can read at royalsreporter.com. So we're at just like that royalsreporter.com and find me at Twitter at Royal report Kev. Um, and you can also find me on Pitcher List. Um, I write the weekly batter's box column um, for those that are into fantasy baseball, especially trying to find hitters, whether on waiver or just in general. Um, so I write th- that column every Sunday, um, and that's at PitcherList.com. So those are some places where you can find my work. I'm with school wrapping up. I hope to have more freedom at the end of May <laughs> to write than right now. Yeah. But uh, but it's uh, but that's where people can find me if they want to read some more about Royals or just baseball in general. All righty, Kevin White. Thank you very much. I, our, the end of the school year cannot come soon enough. I know you're feeling it, and uh, I'm always ready to read more of your takes, no matter who it's about. 
Brown. Thanks. I appreciate it, Jake. And thanks for having me on.